0: is their kale in my teeth, the podcast. I'm your host, Rifki Rubinowitz, an interior design trained lifestyle and wellness expert, mom to three girls, and editor of Mishpacha's Family Room magazine. On each podcast episode, you will meet incredible women who have empowering, entertaining, and educational messages to share with me and with you. Stick around. It's wild and it's raw, just the way we like it. Welcome to Is There Kale In My Teeth, the show and now the podcast. Um, for any of your followers who are finding me here, my name is Rifki Rabinowitz. I am in wellness and lifestyle, and I am based in Toronto. For any of my followers who are being introduced to you for the first time, please take it away.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Adel. Um, I have a lifestyle brand called Life's Looking Good, and I provide content for how to elevate how you live and how you look. and emphasis on the inside with the inside out
0: (laughs) so beautiful let's talk about your name so I thought it was Adele until I heard someone say do you get that a lot
1: um most people call me Adele till they hear other people say my name and then they're so embarrassed like I called you Adele and like everybody does so I don't even I don't even hear the difference anymore but it's Adol because I how about Adol Madel
0: you are you're definitely an Adol Madel 100 (laughs) percent 100%. Do you know what I get? So I'm Rifki, where right. in the Jewish Orthodox community, that's a very mainstream name. But right. everywhere else, it's a name they've never heard of. So I get riv- uh, riv- riv- Riviki, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. And I get, um, so this must be people who are sending me like an email through Instagram because right. they write Rifkira because it's like my name together. Oh, right, 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 right. And I'm like, it's, it's right away a turn off to me. Like, when someone sends me a DM and it doesn't take the time to even see my name, I turn right. it off.
1: And there's probably a lot of that, because most people are just writing DMs. They're not yeah, using riff, attention. Yeah, it's like
0: Riff Kira. And I'm like, listen, although that is a pretty name, that isn't my given name, and for that reason, I'm out.
1: Someone slid in my DM today and asked me if I want, and this is not a joke, if I wanted to do a wig giveaway.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: And you know, I love those.
0: Yeah, well, you definitely, yours is so natural. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your career origin. So where are you now? Where were you before? And why are you here now?
1: Okay, um, so in 2015, I had a floral and event design business um, that I started out of my garage. I didn't have retail space. I never wanted to. I just did events, like strictly events and and other types of things. Um, And... Loved it. Had so much fun doing it. Ultimately, it just didn't work out because the hours I needed to pull were just not possible Mm -hmm. as a single mom. Because you're like many floors will know you're up like in the middle of the night. It's like obscene hours. So um, I knew I needed to change career paths because my marital status changed. So I had a friend who was in aesthetics, and she basically got my foot in the door, and you know for me it was like a kid in a candy shop literally like someone gave me handed me you know like the golden key um I loved aesthetics it was super super fun but ultimately um you know I'm a work for myself kind of gal um and I was I knew I needed a push because I just knew that I spent as much time as I needed to in aesthetics and then COVID happened and I lost my job in April and then I knew that I needed to go like full tilt boogie I was sort of dappling back into life's looking good but I like Went full tilt boogie. Hold
0: on. Okay. I have like a few multi-layered questions here. You didn't no. know it was so recent, right? Okay, wait. Let's talk a little bit about what does a woman who needs to work for herself look like? What? How do you define that?
1: Well, I was working in like basically corporate America, what would be considered big pharma, which is like pharmaceutical. And it, I mean, it's not really big pharma, but it has the same kind of vibe, which is yeah. just for me, it's wonderful for a lot of people and they love it. I struggle because- I'm a creative type, and I'm such yeah. an independent, and I'm so fully self-expressed. It's very hard, like you see, how, like I'm. It's very hard for me to just tone that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had a problem.
0: It just wasn't a good place for me ultimately. Got Montague. it. No, got it. Okay, so we're dating your page back to lockdown.
1: Well, I started my page in 2015.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah,
1: but That's I. That's only... very funny
0: because I had a period like that as well, where. I started my page. It was called 577 Fresh, which was my house address fresh. And it was like predominantly food, wellness only. And I was like, I I approached it a little bit too um, mathematically, I guess. Whereas like I'm 100% a creative and I tackled it like, you know, the marketing agencies that are all over TikTok and Instagram and they're like, well time batch and use google calendars and so i tried to be that and it's not me whatsoever yeah and i stopped enjoying it and i was like this is totally a side hustle um, yes. if i'm not enjoying it i'm out and i was on vacation met a friend and she's like i used to follow you what happened to you and i was like Oh, you putting the wheels in motion. Why don't I approach it organically, see where it takes me, and only lead with love and yeah. only take on opportunities that fuel me creatively? Because that always has to come back to my original why, which is to feel fueled creatively.
1: I really like I feel very seen right now. Like I just really like I, I went through a very similar process, but you just put very articulate words to it.
0: Well, it it only feels articulate because you relate. And I'm sure guys but- send us some hearts or let us know if you relate to this because people ask me my why that's really what it is because I think as adults and especially as women and as mothers, there's a very integral part of us that keeps us active and young and fun. And that's tapping into what makes us feel creative. Yeah. I call it fully
1: self-expressed. Like I I always refer to it as like fully
0: self-expressed.
1: I don't use the word creative so much because I think even for people that don't, think of themselves as creatives; They feel like they're left out. I'm like, no,
0: like, that's, you know, that's just, nice. That's true. Yeah. That's it's a like good point. fully whatever
1: like, cause usually creativity is like a form of expression. So like, if you're living fully self-expressed,
0: I love that. I could, no, yeah. it, it's a good point because one of my best friends always tells me like, you're so lucky that your job is, um, in like, you found your creative alignment. Like right. a lot of people don't have that in, in a lifetime. And I'm like, no, dig deep. Like everyone has something, but, I like the way you took that spin because even if everyone doesn't have something, everyone needs to be fully self-expressed. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of advice do you think you and I can have for people who are kind of feeling like they need something that helps make them feel in alignment again?
1: You know, it's tough. Like for people that are, reword that question. Like just in general, how do people find what they align with or, find how to be fully self-expressed?
0: Um, I don't know if the answer would be different. Um, I think what I'm actually asking is, for the friend that's coming to me and saying, "Rifki, you, you've been able to articulate your passions and turn that into a job. How can I do that if I don't have a creative leaning?" I would tell her, it doesn't have to be creative, figure out what it is you like and do that right. more often.
1: Right, doesn't have to be creative
0: yeah like figure out what it is that you like right um, i think pretty
1: like i think if people are honest with themselves they know what it is that lights them up they may not want to admit it cuz it feels undoable or impossible or out of reach but i think if people are honest with themselves and they look inward they know what activities or things they do makes them ha- that makes them really happy and light up so
0: I had a conversation like this with a few of my, like, three best people. And I, Kate, you can for sure relate to what I'm saying that when I began working full time, like, surrounded by a lot of my friends who are not working, um, I became, it was a big decision because I didn't even realize I was making the decision until I was like, oh my gosh, I work full time.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: And suddenly it's like, okay, so all of the lunch dates or the going out late, like, that might not necessarily be the most advantageous decision for me right now. And while I have no FOMO because I feel again, totally aligned in what I'm doing, um, I'm socializing less, right? They're not. So when we were all talking, um, it was actually a very lonely, isolating conversation for me because everybody was talking about like, I'm like not really into stuff. Like I kind of just like sitting on the couch. I like shopping. Yeah. Well, that it, that did come up. And I was like, "Well, you can be a personal shopper." They're like, "No, no. I just like shopping." Oh, you I did. Shop. You that so you could be a personal I shopper. Did it. I right. did. I'm a good friend. But you know what? Um I I when I, when the conversation ended, I was like talking to another friend who like really sees me and I was like it was a very isolating conversation because I felt like if I'm surrounded by like if people are not leveling up, and I'm in this tunnel of leveling up, it makes you feel like, well, why am I leveling up so hard? Everyone well, else is okay. I
1: mean, they say it's lonely at the top. Oh, um, you know, it's it is. It's, there's two twofold. Like, well, and also, some people genuinely like that is what lights them up. Like, just hanging around. Yeah. Like, and 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 that's like cool for them. It's just I've that's always not been cool for of it.
0: Yeah, I've I
1: know. Just, it, not frequent but every now and again yes. friends will make comments like you're always do and a lot of them don't understand what I do they're like you Instagram I'm like "Well, it's kind of like Instagram but it's also brand building and it's also like building community and it's sort of like multi-layer but yeah it looks like Instagram you know like what do you tell like okay yeah I Instagram <laughs> um, but it sometimes does feel lonely and then yeah. what's great is what's great about instagram is that and the internet is that you get to meet other like-minded women that i would have never had access to you you're in toronto i'm here in another world i would have maybe never known who you were so i i I love it
0: i love it so so much and that's why a lot of people say like is it draining definitely could be draining but i like to look at it as a gift exactly for that reason that is why i started the show two years ago because i felt like there are so many people in wellness and lifestyle, but I feel like what I bring to the table is the desire for human connection and the ability to, um, doesn't matter your walk of life, doesn't matter your life story. I want to know you. Yeah. And it really feels like so many people feel that way as well, you know? Yeah. And that's like, so I, I,
1: like spoiler alert, um, I did get a little list of questions, but one of the things that you talked about was like just like a branding tip, and I don't want to forget it because you just touched upon it, but you just basically told us all what separates you from all the other lifestylists, like without even realizing you did it, and that's your unique differentiator. So a branding tip for anyone who's trying to do something on Instagram or otherwise, tell us what makes you, like anyone, what makes you unique? What's, if you're doing art and everyone's doing art, if you're baking challah and everyone's baking challah, What's different
0: about you? Start there and lead with that. So, yes, beautiful. And I definitely want to return that question to you, but I also want to kind of pivot before we go back there. Yeah. How do you feel? I have strong feelings about this, um, but before I say how I feel, I'd like to know how do you feel when you see similar products or concepts as to what you're doing on other pages?
1: Um. So, I love Instagram, and I think it's amazing that everyone has a voice. I don't have a problem when it's similar. I sometimes can get miffed when I notice things that feel like maybe it could have potentially been inspired by me, but yet it's not maybe credit is not given to you. I'm a bit yeah. petty about, I'm a bit petty about that. I'll be um, you know what? I'm just going to own it. I'm a little petty about that. But actually, as I'm growing up and maturing, Ooh. Um, it's bothering me less and less, like whatever. I'm not looking back. I'm not going that yeah. way. I'm just I'm getting less and less bothered, I should say.
0: That's interesting. I wonder what contributed to that. Do you think that it's just you're more zoned in on your own success?
1: Yeah, I would say I'm more focused on like what I want to do next versus like what's happening in the background here. That's all like, yeah. background noise.
0: So for someone who is, let's say, miffed or feeling petty, the advice someone would give is focus on your own success. Now you're saying you were able to do that. Was that a conscious decision, or do you feel like organically that happened for you as your life became busier?
1: It's both. I would say like I'm I'm you have to be self aware. So when I was getting very miffed, I was like, "Why are you getting so? Yeah. Why are you getting so miffed?" I asked myself like tough questions, and ultimately the answer is if I'm brutally honest with myself is I get miffed because I feel like there's not enough that this idea like inspiration is not expansive enough that like if I have an idea then it has to stay mine and but but really it could be interpreted a thousand different ways and that's okay you just come from abundance like she could have success and I could have
0: success and and the looks could even look alike and still both be successful right right well um you know it's such a good point um so I came out for Rosh Hashanah a collaboration with a florist in Toronto and we did like a few different looks and one of them was um, the ubiquitous Instagram dried floral arrangement and I was seeing them everywhere and it was a very funny conversation because a few people came over to me and they're like well do you find that it's overdone and I said it really depends for who because for someone like me that's been seeing it on Instagram or even dating back six years ago, El decor, I remember I clipped right. it out and he stuck it on my bulletin board. Right. I'm a little tired, yes. Right. But what a what a what an amazing privilege for me to be able to bring it to somebody who maybe isn't as like honed in on creative pursuits and now all she has to do is ww dot flowers and they're at her door. So like yes. But at the same time, there's that push and pull. Like when it yes. comes, let's say, to interior design, there are a lot of ideas I don't necessarily want to share because they're a labor of love and I want to keep them special to me and I don't necessarily want them everywhere. So, Well, now you know how I feel. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> floral is a labor. I, did, I, did I see you do floral as well, right? I think it's important. Like, no, tried floral did not get recreated this year. Certainly not. But I think one should, and if they, if they have the capability to try and like do that and then do it better or do it different or come up with it, you know, try like, yeah, we yeah. could just all continually use Pompas for the next 15 years. We could, but like, uh, we should try something
0: else. <laughs> exactly. No, hundred percent. And I think at the end of the day, what does set accounts apart is that if you do, um, show your personality to your followers, You can't hide it you can't hide your personality it comes out so for anyone who's been following me for more than a week they know that my feed might be all food and all color but if you're watching my stories I'm not really interested in small talk I'm never really interested in small talk I want to get into it I can do small talk but it's not memorable and I'm kind of bored right I think that's why
1: in quarantine and COVID, a lot of smaller accounts had the ability to to sort of come up a little bit more than they would, than the algorithm would have allowed before COVID. Because I just think with so much noise and just so much oppression outside, I think people were starting to become really conscious about what they were watching in their homes Jeez. and just exposing themselves to.
0: Yeah, And I just
1: find like all these smaller like voices got a chance to be heard because they were just coming up with they were just not big brands who were just like, Mah, nah, nah. it was more meaningful oh, conversation true. and that resonated with people.
0: Well, exactly. And that's why they say like the micro influencer industry is exploding in a way that your influencer with a million followers is not. Right. Right. Um, how do you, um, well, this question is twofold. So a is how do you set yourself apart? How would you define your um, specific, um, style? And how much of that is intentional?
1: So I would say for sure, my unique differentiator is that I'm funny. And I have no qualms about saying that I just like, No, I'm funny. And um, it's very rare, I think, for female influencers, I'm just going to be completely blunt. A lot of them are just like, so concerned with being hot that they just like, really forget to be funny. And I wouldn't I don't actually even like to call myself an influencer, by the way, I like to say I'm a brand. Um, But people use that term. But I would say I like to – my account leads with humor before anything else. And so I think – don't take it, yourself
0: too seriously.
1: Yeah, and then it makes whatever I'm, like, ma'am, man, man, at you because we're
0: all just yeah. doing
1: that to people. Yeah. It just makes it a little bit more palatable.
0: Yeah. And how much of that is intentional? Do you come on and you're like, I'm vibing with this today? Or are you like, I haven't really spoken to my followers in a while – Let me, let me go on and let me say something that I know will catch them, like not catch them in a trap, but like engage them.
1: Well, um, I think I try and have some like observational humor. So I try and find funny things throughout my day that like I could obviously use as content and like entertain some days there just isn't that. And then I'll just do pretty things or I'll just do absolute nonsense. I'm kind of like a little bit of a goofball in my life. So it happens very organically. Like I'm doofy. People that are close to me know this. So I, I would say it's half organic. And then I'm also, I got to make content because content is king.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. So let's talk about, so do you feel like people are following accounts now? The energy that has shifted towards different kinds of accounts during this wild year?
1: Oh, I sur- I mean, have you on un- do you do you find that you unfollowed more people this year than ever before
0: so i do or a lot muted? of community i do yeah 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 I-, I-,
1: I did too so i'm always like a study of one right So study of two so i'm like if i'm feeling that way and i know like my close friends are feeling that way i'm like the general public must be feeling that way yeah. i certainly found that accounts that i was watching every day i i became insufferable and in particular, it was like the real influencer culture. Now I don't have m- much of that in my feed, but you know what I'm talking about? Of course. And I just, I, I can't do that kind of fluff piece all day anymore.
0: <laughs> I used to have a lot more friends, um, I would say in the Toronto influencer scene. Yeah. Um, which is not necessarily like um, the scene that anybody maybe who's watching knows and then in like the Jewish influencer scene um my phone is a lot less busy yeah I it's beautiful I think everybody is not going out in the same way so it right. it, it was a gift given to me that the events dried up and so with that I was able to prioritize well if the events showed up again do I want to be at them I think, okay, so for my birthday, November, my husband did something very cute because we can't have any parties now, right? Right. So he did a 30-day calendar where everybody um, close to me did like a little something. So, you know, one friend dropped off like a throw and a diffuser for my podcast. I would to- get to like day six and then my
1: friends would be like, hey, bye. We're like, out, keep- we're done. We're out.
0: I'd have to start on like the I think the end of the month. The end of the month. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and
0: you know what? Um, it, was, it was such a, like, when he showed me this calendar with pictures of each of my people on it, it was such an emotional moment. It was, it, I really felt like I, it was a coming of age moment. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at this calendar and it was filled with people who care about me and who I care so much about. No bells, no whistles, not showcased on Instagram, just super private. And I was like, How old are you? I'm 30.
1: Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. You're so young.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's old? Thank you. So what, how old are you? 36. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's six years older. So yeah. Not nothing. So I am the youngest of eight. So my oldest brother is 46. So no matter how old I turn, I'm always young.
1: Yeah, of course. That's lovely. Honestly, I I need some of that um so I'm what like my in my family the chain I'm second to youngest so I'm just kind of forgotten like not the top not the bottom
0: let's talk a little bit about price ranges hi my name is blah 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 I just started my Instagram a month ago but I really feel like a few brands are reaching out to me how would you recommend that I monetize I'm a DM by the way (sighs) yeah
1: okay so first I'd make sure you said please and thank you um that's a prerequisite for all dms um that's a that's a very hard question because it really doesn't matter how many followers you have it really matters what your engagement is so you want to be brands are going to be wanting to look at and so there's no hard and fast rule for that i'm not going to throw down a number that's just like too dangerous i think um i think brands will have questions for you about your story views about your responses to story views your average responses so it really just depends on your numbers, and also, um, yeah, they. I don't know. This is that's a tricky one. I don't want to say a number. No,
0: it's it's definitely a nuanced question, and respect. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what was I just gonna ask?
1: And also, like, how Oops. good you think you could be at at doing um, you know, doing an ad for them. Yeah. yeah. If it's a plug and play sort of easy, quick thing, I, I can't imagine you need to make more than a couple hundred bucks. If you don't have a huge following, let's say 10,000 ish to, you know, a, a lower 10,000 and lower, I'd say, but like you, you people will know where they're at and it's, it's very nuanced. It's tough. That's a tough. Yeah. Question. It's
0: a tough one. Um, what about product? Oh, thank you so much for your response. Do you mind if I ask you another question?
1: um yes you can head over to heyhero.com and (laughs) that's usually my response um what about
0: product for promo
1: so um you could decide I was doing that a lot this year not even product for promo just like sure like send it I don't care like what I don't have a problem I love supporting and then then there was like a point where I was just like yeah that don't work for me now and then I just started telling people that and I was like Cool. Guess I don't do that anymore. And right. so it's just like when you get that feeling and that knowing that you're like house is filled with crap and you actually don't care and you're just promoting yes. everyone else's brand, then you'll stop doing that.
0: Yes. Oh, that yes. So much yes to this. Um, it, it is a deep knowing. Um, it's very interesting. I was having a conversation with one of my friends who has a really, really large account, and she was saying like I got tired of promoting everyone else's businesses instead of my own. And yes. I think it comes in waves. Like there are sometimes. I never take my Instagram too seriously. That will always be like a foundational need for me, not to yeah. ever. Uh. well, that's why I'm saying flies are just like, yeah, well, that's that's what I, that's why I was like yeah. so emphatically with you when you said that. Yeah, there's sometimes when I'm like just vibing. I'm like, I'm just okay. Like I'm just fine. Yeah, like, I could tell. I love this item, and I'm gonna talk about it. Like, or or even just uh, like going forward. Yes, I'm interested in the product, but what you'll get is a picture and a tag. That's, like, what, what I'll do. Yeah. And there are other times when I'm, like, bro, like, I got other things to do. I'm trying to level up right now. I'm laser focused on my big yeah. three goals for the next six months. Like, okay. this can't even take up an iota of headspace. And I think right. that it's okay to go in waves. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And, you, and also if it's quieter, like, do it. If, you, if, you're, if you're content heavy and you have a lot of stuff planned and you don't need buffers and also you just don't yeah. have the headspace... But if you're, it's slow and feels fun for you, like I sometimes like just love crap. I'm like, sure, yeah, yeah. I'll throw it my way. If I like it, I'll talk about it.
0: Send me all your lip gloss. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about finding your niche. So you feel like you have a lot to offer. It's not a deep gut feeling um, as to what sets you apart from everyone else, but you have a knowing that you have something to offer. Are there ways that you can... Um, uncover that differentiation
1: first go to your friend that's the most honest with you Mm -hmm. and ask them if you're good at that thing because some people don't know I really like to start with that because you have to be make sure that if you think you're really good at it you're really good at it once you've checked with your most honest because like I'll tell all my friends like that you should not do that for a career no definitely not stay where you are you got to go
0: you gotta mm-hmm. stay home. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta stay. Uh, <laughs> like, no, but like,
1: first do that check, like check this. do you think this is a good idea? Because you'll be able to see people like emphatically, like you, you
0: yes, I've been telling you for years, you know? The most extravagant tablescapes um, for like brands that paid so little. And I was like, but that's okay, I'm sowing my oats. Like that's okay, that's okay. That. Yeah. that's okay, that's okay. And yeah. uh, I'll return all this stuff after and um oh my god i have that
1: conversation now i never said it's gonna get given away
0: yeah never and i woke up one day and i sent an email and i said to myself even if this opportunity never ever ever comes this opportunity that i'm working so hard for in hopes to get even if that never ever ever comes my time is not just about money my time is my life and if i keep giving away my time in hopes that something else will happen um, there needs to be a more methodical way of doing this. I'm not putting in a hundred hours to make $400. I can't, I can't.
1: Oh, help. a thousand percent. But that's
0: really how, li- guys, that's really how little this stuff pays. Like, okay. just be aware. Um, it's also, I just want to say my best friend, Raina, no one is awkward with RR. Yes, that was kind of where I had to be like, even if this opportunity, if if I'm not styling stuff in, um, uh, architectural digest and that's what I'm s- sweating, yes. This is, this still doesn't make sense. Architectural digest or bust. <laughs> yes. That is how I feel a little bit, to be honest. <laughs>
1: um, you know, so that actually, I feel a little differently because I would say like, if somebody was like, what do I do and what should I, how do I, I know I'm good at something and I'm interested. I would say for one year, say yes to every single opportunity that comes across your lap, even if it costs you money, because you'll learn some things about yourself. You'll get better at your craft. You'll get better at thinking on your feet and you'll have a boatload of experience. And that beats out Architectural Digest 10 yes. out of 10 times.
0: Oh, 100%. And so like,
1: I if love you're that. starting out, just say yes to every single thing and offer to do things. Like, you hear something's going on, like, be like, I want to be involved in that. Yeah. Because I have something oh. of
0: value to offer. And then if nothing else, you're showing people the value you offer. And it's so funny because now I'm a few years in, and that is such good advice.
1: Totally. Totally. And you know, um, My sister, I was on the phone with my sister yesterday and she was telling me a story. She's like, oh, and she just moved into a small studio apartment. She's like, I pulled all the seating from like the coffee table and I made all the seating. But she's like, then I was short one chair and I had to sit on this stool. So I was like sitting higher than them all night, like, like talking to them down there. And it was awkward. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this with you because something that a lot of brands do and Instagram accounts starting out and Instagram, Instagram accounts that are really, you know, notable they do this, like, you can't sit with us sort of thing. And it's sort of like, they're, and you, so you can't, you can't be close with the community if that's what you're trying to do, which I um, would imagine every brand trying to really be, like, intimate with their community and, like, serve a need yeah. and have, like, a given day. Like, you can't do that if you're up here. You have to okay. be sort of, like, looking at everybody from the same
0: place. Well, I always say this when I'm, like, talking about a conversation that matters to me. And this is not me being, like, oh my God, like I'm of the people. Like, don't you relate to me? Like, I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely feel this <laughs> way that people. like, like, just because it's a conversation, just because I had the desire to create an Instagram account and then work hard to do it doesn't make me more knowledgeable than the people who know exactly this but are not on social media. So totally. I totally I want to connect with you. I shouldn't be your guru. Like, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, my life is not, I don't, I'm not smarter than you. I'm just someone who knew what they wanted to do and then did it.
1: Right. But for a lot of people, they like, you know, they find that super inspiring. I feel the same way too, because people will write, you know, and you get like these really kind messages. If you're like, I really, you really helped shape, shift my life in this way. And I'm like, I'm just like a girl from New Jersey. Like I literally just like don't have anything together. but. if you're somebody that comes on here and you have a voice and you've already done the brave thing and you're willing to like speak to the internet every day, that means that you have some, like, at least some, like, you know, grit to you and there's,
0: and there's, there's value there. True. No, a hundred percent. I definitely love what you just said. I think that it's, it's what I'm trying to say is not necessarily imposter syndrome. I know exactly who I am and I know exactly why I'm doing it, but don't be fooled that, because because you're a ham and i'm a people's person right that our life experience matters more right right i guess that's what i'm saying yeah that was it. you know loved it (laughs) um so let's talk a little bit about so a lot of your work is aspirational um and how do you find that perfect apex of producing aspirational content while at the same time being of the people and not creating a pressure and unrealistic standards of how tables should be set. You talk a lot about beauty on the inside. Um, How do you create that symbiosis?
1: Whoa. Okay, Barbara Walters. That was a very tough question. Um, Yeah. So my first answer would be, I don't. I don't know that I do. I don't have any real measure yet to know if I am doing it right. I'm still figuring it out just like everybody else, so i am I guess they will let me know i I try and ask people things all the time. I try and stay in touch with my followers in my community and make sure that like I'm putting out stuff that they find valuable or interesting or entertaining yeah. and um what I... j- i'm so the way I have that symbiosis um, is that I just try and continually be upfront with people. Like, this is fun for me. It's how I play. I find it enjoyable. Yeah. It's not high pressure. I have one child half the time, um, and I'm just that's it's for me. It's fun. You don't need to do this if this is your jam. Right. Draw inspiration from right. this. if right. you right. love. If you want to take a little bit, and if that's not for you, here's a little corner sparking joy. And if that's not for you, just come on here and, like, watch my
0: sad stuff about my life. And if that's not for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. I I think it comes back to, A, not taking yourself too seriously, and, B, I think when it becomes a pressure is when someone is like, here is my table for breakfast. (laughs) And they're trying to act like that
1: people for
0: breakfast. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know what I mean? And and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I said this because I wanted to create beauty. Do you like it? Yeah.
1: And also, like, I love hosting and entertaining. I love the holidays. Like, I'm such a holiday girl. Like, Hanukkah's over. But, like, just you wait. Like, wait till you see what happens at Christmas. I'm like, I'm a Jew who loves Christmas. Like, I love a holiday. I love entertaining. I love a soiree for me, it's just my imagination having fun. And I think about what's coming in seasonally. And for me, it's so enjoyable. If it's it's not, don't do it. But I also acknowledge that there are a vast majority of my community are Orthodox Jews right now. And so I know that they do have a a need. They have a holiday coming up. And not everybody will do a a big, huge tablescape, but many set the table, right? So I'm like, many people will set the table. Let me help. Yeah. I had somebody tell me once, all right, I'm just going to say it was a psychic. She said to me, um,
0: by the way, I, I love all of that stuff.
1: Oh, I know. She's like, well, then it was actually an Akashic reader. So we'll go down that, that rabbit hole. But she said to me, um, I just want you to know that you're unique, but you're not special. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I physically like, I was like, excuse, excuse me. But then I like processed that and I was like, "Hmm, I'm going to lead from that knowing now.
0: Yeah, interesting. I do want
1: to say something about that vanilla thing. I I have a comment on that. I'm fully self-expressed. Yeah, I have a problem with vanilla people coming on the internet because you have a responsibility as a content creator. So if you don't think you have something like if you are throwing content up here, then it the, there has to be a couple things, like one of these things. I have to have all of them. You either have to teach someone something, you have to entertain them, you have to provide value or information. Like if it's none of those things, I'm like, you're just taking up space. So you can't just like come on and be
0: like, I am vanilla. Like I don't
1: like, I, I, there's a responsibility there.
0: Like you're taking up airwave space. You're right. But again, I don't, I, I by the way, I think I agree with you, but I'm creating a like an A greater distinction. Um, Hear me out. Um, Um, No, it it could be that I'm wrong. No, I, 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 there is something that you're saying that's right, but I'd like to just break it down, like chisel away at it. Um, Let's say, let's go to interior design. So the interior design accounts that I get inspiration from are probably not um, very well known. Um, I'm I'm a huge interior design snob. Um, So like, I'll see something from someone and I'm like, (laughs) Um, I'm just, that's the only self-professed snobbery that I will say. But what I see with a lot of, you know, the work that I do in the interior design world is that a lot of, for me, what I do roll my eyes at or what appears vanilla um, So many people are inspired by, are interested in, and find entertainment. So for someone like you who holds the bar of education or entertain, entertainment higher than someone who's vanilla, vanilla works really well for a lot well, of people. Well,
1: they might still be teaching you or entertaining you, right? So like your idea of teaching and entertaining might be different than mine. But even if it's just a photo, so then that's to draw inspiration from or knowledge. I do feel, though, however, that I just think the way that things are moving is that there is going to be a little bit of a higher level of responsibility for content creators and what we're going to find out, which is why the macro influencer is on their way out, is that actually just putting out thing, nothing of substance is not meaningful to people. So we, we spoke about this in the beginning of the thing, like, also, don't forget that, like, what we've been used to is changing. Look at TikTok, it's 15 seconds, like, attention spans are getting shorter like demands of content creators are changing. So what we think we're sitting comfortably at like, oh no, this is fine, that might be changing too. And like, we should be open to that.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think, I think it'll take a while to get to us plebeians. Like I just think of like, let's say my husband, he'll like send me like a video of like someone ripped doing like crazy muscle ups and like- That's entertaining. Wait, there, there's no caption and the form is <laughs> totally wrong. I'm completely wrong. The form is so bad. Like, the form is ridiculous. Right. Is your husband a bodybuilder? Not at all. Oh, 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 We both love fitness. So it's very interesting because there is an account that is, um, I would say, somewhat simil- similar to, let's say, your account, my account. And they were producing content at breakneck speed. And I was talking to somebody um, who's not even – in North America. And she was saying that she's finding following that person is very motivational and inspirational and blah, blah, blah. And then she started kind of, she didn't realize, but it was like that passive aggressive trash talk. Like, I think she's amazing, but right. right and I right. hung up and I felt dirty. And I said, she's not being honest with herself. Right. Following this account is pressuring her. She's not feeling good about the content she's producing. Cause she's not producing as much, which is fine. Um, how do I feel following this account? It's, yeah, you know, it is making me feel like I'm I'm not put, putting out as much content as I should be. I got to mute it for a while. I'll yeah. be back soon.
1: And you just put out as much content as you have the bandwidth for at that time. Like, yeah. I knew I was burning out. and I was like, well, like probably mid-December, I'm just going to stop. And you will just like not, I'm not just like, this stuff you're going to see now is just like, "Oh, well, me and my kitchen like drinking coffee like i I, can't, I i don't have any bandwidth left, and so I'm just not
0: yeah and, and and I don't care no, that's amazing it's so important to give yourself those kinds of breaks um i I listened to this podcast this week, and it's uh, sorry um this month, and it was so just simple way to stay productive and avoid burnout, which is we create these to do lists for ourselves, but we don't necessarily prioritize. All of them so like I'll write meal prep workout five things for work and then one thing for my daughter but I won't necessarily prioritize how long each one will take and um, which one will move my career needle forward right so sometimes I'll answer emails first which will eat up my productive hours between like 930 and 1130 but that's yep. not moving my needle forward right moving my needle forward is putting out a reel or sending a pitch or something Right. And just to really ask yourself, what are my big three of the day? What's moving my needle forward? Being busy is not moving my needle forward. What tasks right. are going to do that?
1: Yeah, that's, that's so smart. And, and that's like really what time efficiency is all about, to be honest. And my mom did a whole thing on this. Like she, she did like a time efficiency thing. And she just said how we used to be able to finish all the things in the day. We could finish them in one day. Remember like back in the 80s, like you had a list and you finished it. Now that list doesn't end. We don't have like an end to a list. So you really just have to like figure out how much time things are gonna take you and like you start with the most important like what you just said because you'll never really get to the end of the list.
0: You'll never get to the end. And another thing that I loved was create before you consume. So like create one thing before you consume. And that could be, I don't know. I don't know, it doesn't matter to me what it is.
1: Great, I just think I don't think you have to overthink it. I think people get stuck in like overthink. Is this funny? Is this witty? Is this, this? don't worry about it. Just create some content. The people
0: will let you know. Don't worry. The the people will let you know. But I do think that again, like I I see a lot of my vibe in you, which is I don't overthink because I've, I I never overthink. Meaning I overthink emotionally and my relationships, but I don't necessarily overthink the interactions that I put out because they're all very natural. Right. And for people who that doesn't come naturally to, they need to have a game plan that does, that is more than just don't overthink. Right. Right. This is the coolest part about human connection though. And I'll be honest with everybody right before each live. I'm so tired guys. Like, yes. ugh, I'm so tired. I, yes. I can't man. Like, Oh, and I, Within 10 minutes, I'm so fueled by the energy of who I have on and by the comments, and I've never once gotten off a live and said, well, that was a waste of time. Right. It's so cool.
1: I know. It is. And and that's, I mean, you save them, and that's amazing. And if they're good, they should be saved. But I always felt like, for me, like the magic of the live is the lie.
0: But, okay. you know, it's something that you were saying, um, just going back to, so my other job is, do you know Mishpacha magazine? Yes. So my other job is that I am the editor of their interior design section. Oh,
1: my God. Right. I yeah. saw that on your bio, but, like, now it's,
0: now it's, it's hitting it. home. So right. it's, it's very interesting because I forget why I wanted to talk about this. I think, we oh, we were talking about aspirational and, you know, just being up front and not creating pressure. So. It was a learning curve for me. Like the first couple issues that I put out, I was like, well, we are turning this into um, domino for Jews, you know?
1: <laughs> right.
0: I was ready to go. I was ready right. to go. Right. Um, that wasn't the demographic. Um, I, we, we quickly pivoted and it was fine. Um, but it was it was such a lesson to me in, in putting out content where, of course, you have to be enjoying it. And I do enjoy it, but it's not about me. And, you know, it's not about the trends I want to see or I necessarily want to talk about in interior design. It's the trends I know the people reading this will learn from. And finding that, like, that junction is the sweet spot.
1: It's the sweet spot, and it's really hard to do, which is why not everyone's doing it. You know, like, that's, like, really what ultimately – I mean – Outside of, like, luxury fashion, every brand is really truly trying to do that, right? They're trying to, like, be ahead of the curve but also appeal to the masses. Right, you have right. to do both things simultaneously. Mm-hmm. You want to show people that you really know that you're a little bit ahead of what's happening but also that what we're doing is relatable and appropriate for the average bear. Yeah. So if everybody could do it, they would be. It's yeah. <laughs> hard to do. and It's and, hard to do. And, and, and you're probably always figuring it out.
0: It wasn't a hard thing to do and I'll tell you why but the key is checking your ego at the door
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'll tell you why it wasn't hard <sighs> let me try your to ego it.
1: is like always hanging out of the door
0: my ego's like just like on the floor like it doesn't <laughs> exist it doesn't exist no I I think recognizing that if we're not speaking the same language I'm not trying to speak your language right I, wanna, right. I want to I want I want to respectfully learn your language and then I'll speak my language Right. but I'm not trying to turn your language into me. I love your language. I want to beautify your language. And then I'm going to speak my language. Right. Right. It wasn't like, well, what if people think that I don't know what's trendy? It's not about that. It's about right. your language. It How doesn't can I matter. you?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's what like Mishbaha magazine is really trying to feed a need for their people. Right. And that's like why full circle back to my content creating it's like i don't care if you're chocolate vanilla or strawberry swirl but when you come on here you better serve a need for somebody and right. enough people because otherwise why like why then right mishpacha would just have you tell them what's cutting edge they're trying correct. to serve a need
0: correct so sir no, find so find your differentiator and then serve a need find your differentiator and serve your need there are show notes right there <laughs> so, i started getting mishpacha thank you thanks for reading it um so we are gonna wrap up with uh two questions um i want to make one of them fiery happy though um what are some of your interior design pet peeves
1: um i was gonna say gallery wall but i can't because i'm looking behind you
0: now you're good i'll tell you a little bit about this wall i, I have a thing about that. gallery walls
1: Um, And I also just, like, too too many things shoved in a room. Like, people shoved too many things. And
0: and furniture against the walls bothers me. So (laughs) I want to tell you about this gallery wall. So last August, we moved out of our home because we were building on that lot. And we moved into this rental. And it's not very pretty at all. I kind of like – and also, if it's temporary space, yeah, you probably had to put all your art up and your pictures up. So Thursday – I don't know if you could tell the pink color is really horrible. Like if you can see. Oh, is it? I can't. Re- I see- is it it's like is really it green or what color? No, mm, you wish. It's really bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's horrible. So um, we moved on like a Thursday. And by Friday when I lit candles, I had all of this up because I oh, knew. Gosh. I knew if I didn't have memorabilia that reminded me that I have like cuteness to me. I would never, never come out you're alive. Yeah. Like, I so get that. I yeah. Like, so get that. like I had to tell myself, like, it's okay, Risky. Like, you're yeah. going to be okay. Look and at who you are outside of this. Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. It's so funny. I always tell my friends, like, when they pick me up for, like, a drive and, like, I look normal. I'm like, I don't think you understand, like, what's going on inside. <laughs> like,
1: oh, my God. That's so funny. So, so when, do you, when do you
0: move? When do you wrap? Um, so we were supposed to move out in November.
1: And then COVID, like, or all of
0: it. hopefully very soon. Okay. Um, and I will keep you posted.
1: Well, that's exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. It's pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big. So, uh, furniture against walls, gallery walls, and too much much stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and let's close off with one question, which is, what would be some 2020 takeaways you can give um to all of us
1: i would say my greatest 2020 takeaway is that like nobody cares and in the best way possible i think like people that are so nervous about what to do next or who's watching it's like nobody's watching because everybody is so inundated with their own lives and they can barely barely get through the day most people um and i like put myself in that that's like don't don't worry so much because you're and there's we're really vying for people's attention and people's attention spends very small so don't worry about it it's not that serious like what's happening is serious you just keep it light
0: (laughs) I love it so much I love that so much um one of my friends um had COVID and she was in quarantine for two weeks with her four kids and her husband and it was just a lot And she said the stuff that people kept dropping off, what it really taught her was the exact same thing, which similar, but kind of different, which is it didn't really matter what the food was or the gift was, but it was just a little token. Nobody cares. Like, just show up, be a a good part of the human race, and you'll find the right people. Totally.
1: Don't overthink it.
0: (laughs) Um, this was so much fun thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me it was an honor a pleasure and totally fun
1: so thank you so much for having me and I, I really i like your style
0: i like your style too girl and that's all for today you guys thanks for tuning in listen if you've enjoyed this episode i would love if you subscribed and if you're really next level vibing leave me a positive review so we can keep the circle of positivity going of course, you can find our guests' information in the show notes and find more of me on my Instagram and website at Rifki and RifkiRabinowitz.com. Have a good one, okay? Stay cool.